0: Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap. It is our preview podcast that we use to kind of lay the groundwork for an upcoming EKN trackside event. And what we're talking about is the opening round of the 2023 United States Pro Kart Series. The Southern Grand Prix coming up this weekend, March 10th, the 12th at the Orlando Kart Center in Orlando, Florida. It is episode number 53, March the 8th, 2023. My name is Rob Howden. And I'll be joined, of course, by David Cole, who will be trackside throughout the weekend. This edition of The Outlap is presented by Comet Kart Sales. History, success, family. These are three words that describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside Indianapolis and has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in their near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, and they are continually adding new parts to their product line. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. All right, David Cole, let's get into this thing. Southern Grand Prix, the opening round of the United States Pro Cart Series, a massive season last year. Uh, big, big numbers to start the season, obviously over 300 entries. Uh, we get things underway, and you're... Super happy! One round, one main event on the weekend of a five-round championship. All, all told, so much excitement through the first couple—you know, at least two and a half months or two months of the season—about uh, this USPKS opener.
1: That's the uh, the the topic I was going to hit on because you said the opening round because that's exactly <laughs> what it is. We just talked about that in our debrief on Challenger of the Americas yesterday when we closed it out, talking about the USPKS. Uh, going opening up this weekend. Yeah. One round format. Like that's going to be the biggest. uh I think the focus on the, on the weekend, we're going to five weekends and only five rounds of racing. So um, that is really the, 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 kind of the going into the, the season, what, uh, what to expect, because this is something brand new for the series. It's going to be a count best four out of five. So again, still having that drop. Uh, but just one main event per weekend as the United States Pro Kart Series kicks off its 11th season.
0: Yeah, you've been asking for it for many, many years from everybody. And I know that there's obviously two thoughts, thought groups, right? It's the one round of racing. So there's one winner at the end of the weekend. And then it's the two rounds of racing because if you have a bad round in on Saturday, you get you're able to come back and kind of see if you can't recover the weekend on a Sunday. That's a, that, the feel for it, obviously. But as you mentioned in the debrief that we did, uh, and you can probably bring it up here as well. One of the cool <laughs> factors is it's going to take a bit of pressure off everybody on Saturday night.
1: What well, I mean, pressure to d- define pressure because we're going to have LCDQs, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I mean, I
0: really meant, I really uh, meant you guys aren't going to be there until like still racing and doing pre- podiums. and everything. Pressure, until- in,
1: pre- yeah, pressure in terms of of time schedule that that's where everything the pressure's relief because obviously we're going to have three rounds of heat races uh going on saturday uh following a warm-up so you'll still have you know four sessions on the on the day for saturday but we won't have the podiums at the end of the day we're not going to have to go through you know sitting around waiting for penalties and tech to be completed um you know and protests etc etc so all the things that you you typically get on a Saturday night uh, are all gone and you know, they're all gone. So the, once that final checker flag waves, officials will have to do, obviously finish up their, their protest situations, but tech will go through what they do. But for the competitors, you know, if, if you're done, you're done. That's you know, it. there's, there's, there's no, <laughs> you know, you can get to dinner, you can you know, do whatever you need to do. Prep for the main events on Sunday, uh, again, it makes it a less stressful in terms of evening activities for for those involved and 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 those actually behind the scenes working uh, and providing this event.
0: Again, the opening round of the USPKS this coming weekend at the Southern Grand Prix, David, eleventh season of the program, and uh, uh, it looks pretty good. If you're looking at the forecast, it's like it's going to be a warm weekend.
1: Yeah, it looks like 80s all weekend long. It lows into the 60s, I believe. So a typical Florida weekend. Um, I'm not going to talk say the R word because it's not in the forecast, so I'm not even going to mention it. <laughs> I wouldn't
0: either. Why would you bother? <laughs> um, uh, the Orlando Car Center is essentially going to be the focus of national racing for the next month uh, with USBKS Florida Winter Tour wrapping up, and then, of course, the Supercarts USA Pro Tour starting with the Winter Nationals, that event being moved from NOLA Over to Orlando, so everybody's essentially locked and loaded there. Hotel rooms for the entire month kind of a thing. Dave, let's talk about the racetrack itself, as we always do in the event notes. Eight-tenths of a mile going to run in the clockwise direction.
1: Yeah, constructed in 2009, it's hosted a number of different events. Florida Winter Tour and and Road Tax races and other uh, events. 24-hour racing, um, the SimCraft 24 that they've done a couple years ago. Uh, this will be the second visit for the united states pro Kart series and obviously last year was a focus on getting off over 300 entries into the facility Uh, this year they actually have a new paved paddock so that'll be something to see um there was just paved roads that uh you would use to to go up and down and it was just basically rock that you were on top of so we'll see how the uh the paddock feels with that um and again, fitting everybody in there, everybody's limited on space and can do what they do. They have RV section just outside the paddock in a, in a separate area. And of course, getting everybody to park there with all the rental cars and, and vehicles uh, to get to the racetrack. That's always going to be the fun part when you go to a facility, not not like Newcastle, where you have cornfield on top of cornfield yeah, to be able to park in. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, so that's that's the exciting part. Again, eight tenths mile circuit in the clockwise direction. A lot of 180s. I mean, that's the kind of the focus of that racetrack. You know, you got one, two, three, four, five, five different 180 degree corners that really kind of dictate uh, how a race unfolds and, and certain obviously passing opportunities in those spots and other areas of the racetrack as well.
0: Uh, you mentioned the fact that there's going to be three heats on Saturday. Why don't you give us a full rundown through the uh, uh, the schedule Thursday on?
1: Yeah, Thursday is the optional practice, again, run by the racetrack itself. I believe they're actually practicing today as well, too. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe just setup day here today. Um, then we get into Friday with the f- official practice day, four rounds for each category. And then we'll have our qualifying sessions at the end of the day. So we'll know at the end of Friday. Uh, a true happy hour session, as we will know who is the uh, the top qualifier uh, for each of the eight categories. Uh, Saturday, we'll get into morning warm-up and go right into racing with uh, three rounds of heat races. All heat races will be 12 laps, so that's going to have 36 laps of racing to decide who it, w- it will be where come main event time on Sunday. But for the K100 Senior and K100 Junior categories, we'll also have a last chance qualifier to decide who actually gets to be part of the 46 driver field in those categories they'll take the top 40 in heat points move them right into the final and then they'll take the top six for the last chance qualifier which will be 10 laps each so that will decide the final grid positions for those two categories and our main events will be 26 laps long with 22 laps for both cadet divisions.
0: And that should be some pretty interesting racing on on Sunday morning. Look, look forward to seeing, of course, those LCQs transferring people through. Uh, obviously those two classes that are large enough, KA 100 Senior and KA 100 Junior. We'll look at those numbers in the by the number segment. We get back after our first break on this edition of the EK and Outlap.
2: If you want to challenge yourself against the best drivers in the sport, put the United States Pro Kart Series on your calendar. Established in 2013, the USPKS is entering its 11th season following record participation numbers. The 2023 season presented by MG Tires and I USA East is slated to hit five major tracks over five weekends to decide the champions in the now eight categories. The season opens at the Orlando Kart Center on March 10th through the 12th with a USPKS program visiting the Orlando, Florida facility for the second straight year. Two new facilities will welcome USPKS for the first time in 2023. Round two takes place at the crown jewel of Texas Karting, Speed Sports Racing Park, on April 28th through the 30th. The track is located just north of Houston. The other new location is the repaved and extended Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati in Batavia, Ohio, and the date is set for the August 25th to the 27th weekend. Newcastle Motorsports Park sits between those two new tracks on the schedule, hosting round three on June 23rd through the 25th. The USPKS 2023 finale is confirmed for the unofficial series home at the GoPro Motorplex in Mooresville, North Carolina on October 5th through the seventh weekend. The event will include the series year-end awards ceremony on October 8th. There's a reason this series is logging record numbers. Come find out for yourself. Head to uspks.com for more information. Move up to Cardi, move up to the USPKS.
0: It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Superkarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the Karting Distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing Chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi Racing USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart Chassis line or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sony Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Established in 1999, PSL Karting has become a powerhouse within the karting industry for North America and around the world. P.S.L. Carting is your complete source for all Borel Art products as the North American importer, providing this top-quality product through both their expansive dealer network or through the PSLCarting.com online store. Whatever you need is available 24/7 online, including safety gear, parts, components, and full carting packages. All three brands—Borel Art, Ricardo Cart, and Charles Leclerc carts—are in stock and ready to hit the track. Grab your winning chassis for any category by visiting pslkarting.com to find your nearest dealer. PSL Karting is always looking for interest in new dealers and teams to help create new business relationships. Drivers looking to take their talents to the next level can join the Burrell Art North America race team competing at all the major U.S. and Canadian events this season. When you're ready to win, go with PSL Karting. Welcome back to the EK and Outlap. Rob Howden alongside David Cole as we uh, have a look at the preview for the USPKS opener at the Orlando Car Center, the Southern Grand Prix. Uh, kind of set things up with the event notes to be, to begin. We'll jump into by the numbers here now, David. 323 entries in the opening round last year in 2022. They don't quite get to the 300 mark on the uh, uh, during pre-registration, but... We've seen a lot of walk-ups throughout the other events, other series to start the year. So uh, I would say at 296 going in, they're definitely going to top 300. Do they get to 223, 225? I don't know. But at the very least, over 300 still puts them in in, uh, in elite territory.
1: Yeah, 323 was the highest ever by the, for the series last year at Orlando. And it was followed up at GoPro. Uh, the following event at 3.08. So I think we have an opportunity to at least get the second highest ever uh, attended United States Pro Kart Series event. But part of that is limited due to uh, Mini Swift being limited to just 46 drivers. They yeah. capped it off at 46 uh, due to adding, obviously, the Pro Shifter category for this year. So not allowing a, another group or cat or class to, to be able to hold two different um, sessions, uh, throughout the weekend. So, um, that's kind of the, uh, the focus on that's kind of limited, uh, the totals there because last year we had 10 more, uh, 56 minis last year. So there, there, you're going to lose 10 there if they're not allowed to be able to, uh, expand that category. So, um, that, that's, that's part of the, the, uh, or but you gain them in the new pro shifter category? Cause right now, uh, the new for to. to- The new class for 2023 is at 15 drivers right now.
0: Yeah, almost uh, uh, almost 110 drivers in K100 and K100 senior and junior combined 55. In Senior 54 and Junior, the KA100 Master category. Uh, love to see this. Uh, last year was in the X30 cl- category. This year they go to Masters at uh, uh, with KA100. It goes to 25, so a good field of drivers in the Masters class. David mentioned that uh, Mini Swift selling out at 46. They had 56 last year. Micro Swift, we see it go 10 up, 10 down every year. 30 drivers in the Micro Swift category. A number, a number of those drivers likely moving on to Mini. Uh, the X30 Pro class from 57 down to 41, and X30 Junior 44 down to 30. Dave, know, people you're talking to, is that, is that again part of the feel of people getting away from the X30 Pro a little? I mean, the X30 a little bit, even though we have 41 and 30, or is it just the, the a lot of guys maybe jumping out of the mini class going straight into Junior instead? In the KA 100,
1: yeah, KA 100 is part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, that, I, I think if we look at the rookie totals, um, you're seeing more in K100 junior than you are in the X30 junior category. Uh, so that that's part of it. Again, some of the kids moving up and moving on to other things. And also in the senior category, we got a number of tr- senior drivers that are no longer uh, in the sport of karting as well, too. So um, that, there's the factor of that. Yeah. I think we had a number of walk-ups in the pro category last year, if I recall correctly. So I knew we were going to be over that 40 mark. It's the prima Uh, donna.
0: It's the prima donna's waiting, right?
1: Yeah. Part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Plus there's a lot of drivers in Florida who don't enter until they get to the racetrack. So that's uh, that's part of it. So, um, so yeah, I, I would expect to see walk-ups in, in X30 Pro, I think a little bit, uh, maybe a couple more in there, but, uh, I think the X30 junior, you know, the junior (sighs) category has kind of stayed at that 30 mark. Uh, throughout much of last year you know we look at usbks towards the end of the year i think they were only at maybe 25 okay so um yeah just a lot a lot of number of different factors again even junior drivers moving up into cars as well too so um that has a, a factor on it as well one thing i did forget to mention though about the heat races is those two categories k100 junior and k100 senior they'll be doing heat flights. So again, they'll have a versus B and and C versus D. So they're not going to have all carts on track for one heat race. So they'll, they'll split them up because they're, uh, because they're over the 46 mark. And, uh, so those heat races will be very crucial again, uh, be about surviving first and then gaining as many points as possible. I'm not sure if they're doing less points golf style or more points. So we'll, We'll we'll have more updates on that, but uh, you definitely want to finish in the top five or top ten to be able to uh, to get that transfer and not have to worry about LCQ.
0: Yeah, and what? And one final note: uh, we're, I'm talking about the, the the strengths of X30 when there's 41 drivers, <laughs> right? It's still, true. It's still 41 drivers as opposed to 57 last year. So let's maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll will te- temper my uh, my comments a little bit because it's still I, 41 driver. That's a yeah, anyway. I not
1: i'm not i'm not worried about it again the series has averaged over 30 x30 pro drivers throughout its 11 seasons you know yeah. i think it had maybe uh, a stretch there where it was below 30 for probably four or five events but aside from that it's been always been above 30 uh, and that's one thing in the article i'm I'm trying to publish today we're trying to get it finished up about um, uh, a one-on-one with mark Coates of the united states brokart series is is does money purse factor into ent- entry numbers, and so it's a tough, it's a tough gauge to measure because you have a lot of competitors who are just there to compete against the best, uh, but you do have those that are are going around and trying to chase money. So it's it's a good mixture. So um, yeah, okay. But for for that X30 Pro category, yeah, it's always been above that thirty mark for a majority of the eleven seasons.
0: All right, folks, let's uh, go to our second break in the show here. Right now, we get back. It's time to dive into. the, uh, three of our categories. We'll have a look uh, through the you know the pre-entries. We'll talk about the winners from last year, maybe some of the notes as well. Kind of go up and down through the uh, the grid too. stay tuned. When we get back. We'll look at X30 Pro, KA100 Senior, and Pro Shifter. Top level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the super soft green SS and the intermediate white IZ optional compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, Check out their website at MGTiresUSA.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. and Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawlson Performance Group we race to win.
3: Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on NitroCart's growing resume. NitroCart continues to make its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, NitroCart won the three biggest crowns in America in the Microsoft Division, with Mateo, Rosu, and the SCUZA Pro Tour, and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a Nitro Kart. The results are clear. If you want to win in cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. At Nitro Kart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive, and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning, and that's what we're all about here at Nitro Kart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli series, one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today.
0: Welcome back to the EK and Outlap, our uh, 53rd episode of the Outlap Preview Podcast. We're talking about the opening round of the USPKS, which will take place this coming weekend at the Orlando Carson Center, the Southern Grand Prix. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole joining me as he will be trackside throughout the weekend. Dave, let's start with X30 Pro. We kind of wrap things up uh, before the, the commercial break. Talking about the Pro category, 41 drivers in total. Ryan Norberg notching another big championship last year on the strength of five wins uh, for him as well. Let's talk a little bit about some of the notes maybe that, that makes things interesting coming into this weekend.
1: Yeah, this, the standout is new drivers under the Trinity Karting Group tent. Among those, a two-time winner last year, Hayden Jones. He's moving over to Kart Republic in the TKG operation along with uh, bringing uh, rookie Caleb Gaffera over from both racing under the Rollison Performance Group tent last year, now moving both over to Trinity for the 2023 season at the United States Pro Kart Series. So um, that's going to be one to watch. Again, we saw um, Thomas Niveau, uh perform really well under the TKG tent for the last couple of years since uh, moving away from uh, PSL and burrell Art. Yep. Uh, and so that's, that's going to be a, uh, a, a duo that'll help, uh, kind of lead the way for, for Cart Republic and TKG, uh, this season.
0: Uh, a, a little more stuff happening too in the off season quite a bit. One of the ones we just got that kind of just, just dropped was the fact that Alessandro De Tullio, who has been kind of a fixture at Parolin USA, moving over to prime power team with Trevor Wickens as well. I thought that was kind of a big move to see Tullio move around to the, over onto the Burrell product.
1: Yeah. Very interesting move. Um, you know, something that was rumored last year was that Alessandro was going to go somewhere. Uh, but f- he focused on the car stuff and continued to to work with Parolin USA, uh, raced with Motaz sport at the Scusa winter series, uh, was a top five comp- contender all, uh, throughout those two weekends. And now, uh, prior to USPKS weekend, yeah. Making that jump over, to prime power team. So essentially a, a Burrell art dealer and race team, um, but still going to be working with PSL karting and Burrell art and also racing both in the USA and Canada. So that's a unique opportunity for, for the Florida driver.
0: What do you think about uh, Arias Duke Medjian's announcement they think that they'd be over here as well?
1: Yeah, that's, it's interesting to see that uh, yeah. he's going to be kind of the third bullet in the TKG Kart Republic mm-hmm. banner. Uh, coming back, you know, he was a co-number one in the ECAN driver rankings a couple years ago. I believe it was 2020 uh, during, I think it was the COVID season, uh, that him and uh, Luca Mars were the top drivers uh, that season. And, uh, yeah, so excited to see him. Oh, yeah, we have not seen him in a cart in quite some time. Yeah. I think maybe the beginning of last year, maybe a Scuzo Winter Series event. If not, it was uh, the, 20, the end of 2021.
0: So, obviously – uh, veteran drivers we expect to be in you know up front as we know uh, Ryan Norberg, defending champion, will be there. Uh, it's, it's been interesting for me over the Scuzo Winter Series races to kind of see uh, the development throughout the weekends for Mateus Morgado and Diego Ramos running for PSL Cardinals, Burrell Arts. They haven't come out of the gate super strong, but they've kind of been able to dial themselves into the point where they were kind of into the discussion by the end of Sunday. Uh, obviously, going to want to get out of the gate stronger here. And, and with all, so many races, David, at uh, at Uh, OKC over this, you know, this next month. This is going to be interesting, right? They're they're obviously going to be testing like crazy, but, you know, you've got to hope that as you continue to get better, uh, everybody's going to get tighter and tighter by the time we get to the Scusa race at the end of the month.
1: The hope is to get tighter. Uh, the unfortunate part is Ryan Norberg calls the Orlando Kart Center home, <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> that's um, true. <laughs> it's it's a tough battle. It's a tough uphill battle for for all the competitors that are in the field, uh, having Ryan Norberg who goes to every racetrack and can be fast at every racetrack, and then now we're at his home racetrack. So um, I think that's a difficult part of it. Um, it's so that's going to be the measuring stick. I mean, Obviously, Norberg's going to set the bar, and everybody's going to have to to be there or be close to it you know, we saw, we saw people close throughout last year, um, at, at the, at the opener in 2022, uh, but come race time in the main event, like he would just, just be a little bit more consistent than everybody else was. So I think, you know, kind of like what we talked about, um, yesterday in our debrief, uh, is, you know, it, you know, for what the main events are 26 laps, So you got to be good for 26 laps, you know, and that's that's going to be kind of the challenge, I think, especially in this category. Yeah, you got to be good. You know, a lot of drivers will either set up for the early part and then just hang on for the end. Well, 26 laps is a lot of circuits. It is. So so you're going to have to be good consistently across the board. And so that that's going to be interesting to see. You know, a lot of guys, they'll 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 bypass being good early. And set for that long run and try and set those fast laps towards the end of the race um so it'll be about hanging on and keeping up front and trying not to out battle yourself and take yourself out of competition or contention
0: We've mentioned a lot of the big guns, guys that have won races, uh, you know, at, at the national level, championships, whatever it may be. You mentioned Caleb Gaffera, of course, one of the, uh, I think, most exciting young rookies coming into the program, coming into the, the senior category here in 2023. We haven't seen Caleb yet. We uh, were kind of waiting on the sidelines. He ended up uh, with the uh, Trinity Carding Group, as you had mentioned. But David, there's a lot of other pretty talented rookies coming up. Let's let's have a look at the rookie crop that we're going to see in in the X30 Pro category.
1: Well, we've already seen Hay- Aiden and Grada, you know, competing at the Skusa Winter Series and other events. So he's kind of gotten his rookie stripes pretty much in, and going forward, uh, Elio Meza has been racing at the Florida Winter Tour, picking up a couple wins over there. So it'll be exciting to see him as he's the uh, a former uh, the last year's K one hundred Junior Champion at the USPKS program. So he'll be actually be doing double duty, I believe, from uh, looking at the entry list. Uh, along with Cooper Shipman, another rookie in the Iron Rock Motorsports camp. Uh, so those two will be moving up together. Jacob Kular uh, racing under the PK sports tent on the uh, the Sodi cart, So yeah. we'll get to see a lot more Sodi carts this weekend. Now with that uh, collaboration with PK sports and also Brandon Carr, the British driver coming over uh, again, one of the top junior drivers last year, now making that transition into senior. He's already done senior OK racing. And Miami stuff across seas. So uh, coming back over to uh, to compete in the USA.
0: Let's move to the KA 100 senior category. 55 uh, pre entries rolling in. Alex Stanfield, of course, the champion last year, but we won't see Stanfield, I don't think, this weekend. He's actually, I believe, was running uh, a Spec Miata last weekend at an SCCA event. Uh, winners last year: Brandon Lemke, uh, Jeremy Fletcher. A race Liberante, Christian Miles, and Stanfield uh, as well. So, David, how's it look for drivers coming back this year in that category?
1: Yeah, the only two returning winners that we have uh, in this category from last year: Brandon Lemke, Christian Miles. So, uh, one a rookie and one a uh, seasoned veteran, as uh, Brandon Lemke has become, uh, former champion as well too. So uh, that you know that was the story last year at Orlando was the Brandon Lemke race Liberante battle. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and and, <laughs> and that Lemke <laughs> actually driving one-handed in the Sunday main event, uh, holding on to his battery so it wouldn't uh, fly off the race cart. So that was uh, an interesting weekend. This category was an interesting weekend all, all weekend. It was one that was plagued with a lot of contact, a lot of bad driving. Um, so hopefully, even though we're at the 50, 55 driver mark, uh, we're not going to see that. We're going to see more respectful driving. Drivers, uh, you know, uh, racing hard, but racing clean. So that's hopefully will be the focus this weekend in this category, which, you know, have a number of drivers coming back. You know, you look at Connor Ferris; He's probably one driver that's going to be in the battle Finnegan uh, Finnegan Bailiff. uh, He's he's been in the hunt Uh, West Dushak. He's been uh, the Ralston performance group driver. He's been uh, setting setting the bar early this season in 100 CC competition. Uh, Colin Lloyd's another one. Who else? Who else was? Excuse uh, a winner Series. Yeah, Aiden,
0: Aiden Levy and Colin yep. Lloyd. Right. Yep. Two drivers really impressive as well. Peyton Phillips was pretty strong. Uh, uh, that Texan. We saw Noah Rosser, the Florida driver, kind of step up into the the hunt a little bit. Always, you know, you got to say you got to bring up Hotes and Turlecki, right, on a regular basis. Yep. Those guys are always going to be in the fight when it comes to K one hundred. I would think.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, uh, Franklin Motorsports and, uh, Holt's driving driver development program there. So those guys will be, uh, in the mix and they certainly were last year. I remember, I recall them being toward, up towards the front, uh, Emerson, Emerson Reed on the Merlin. He's been, uh, he, he, he's been known to to throw in a couple fast laps here and there and be, how be about, the, uh, how about Eaves? that? That's an interesting. Yeah. Last weekend he was tuning for Austin olds at the challenge of the America's weekend. So, uh, uh yeah. Interesting to see Braden Eve's not in X thirty, but in the K one hundred senior category. Yeah, so, for uh,
0: MPG Motorsports on the Kart Republic.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I would. Ex- I was expecting because I knew he was racing. I thought I thought it was going to be in the X thirty category, but maybe he's pulling the Lemke. He's like, you know what, the hundred CC thing's my thing now. And that's, you know, that's a category he and, and Lemke went back and forth a lot when they ran uh, hundred, both as juniors and as senior drivers. Yep. So yeah,
0: yeah. I think that, uh, I think that will be fun to watch for sure. Another driver I could, we've seen kind of doing some four cycle racing as well. And, and can wheel K 100 would be James Overbeck as well with uh, with Mike Doty racing. I expect to see him kind of run it up front too.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah. He, he's one to watch. Also Josh Campbell coming off a, a podium finish. Uh, Challenge of the Americas this past weekend yeah, in the Senior that, 100 said. CC. Yeah. So coming off a state championship with basketball, <laughs> podium on on Saturday, and a top-five finish on Sunday. So we'll see what he can do uh, making the trek from Arizona to Florida.
0: David, you mentioned the two Iron Rock Motorsports drivers, Elio Mesa and uh, Cooper Shippen. They're back. They're going to do double duty. They're going to run KA 100 Senior as well. And then Austin Juris was in the fight as well throughout the uh uh, the screws of winter series, you know, a little precursor potentially for him to be in the fight back with Merlin back with Franklin motorsports. So we could see jurors, I think up in the middle of the scrap too.
1: Yeah. A lot of Franklin motorsports drivers in this category. So uh, good to see the Merlin brand back up there. You know, they'll have Lemke to be able to feed off of. And, and so have you know, he was obviously quick last year, picking up uh, the victory on, on the Saturday round. And, and then just as fast on Sunday with, with, despite the contact and losing the battery, nearly losing the battery. So, uh, yeah, it would be good to see, uh, again, a lot of mixture, a lot of different brands, a lot of different race teams, a lot of drivers from all over the country racing in this category.
0: So for 10 years, this program's essentially been single speed, David. They uh, add the Pro Shifter Gearbox category for 2023, 15 entries coming in. And just, you know, just off the top of the head, you look at the big dogs, right? You look at Marion Kremers, a former uh, world champion. You got Danny Formel, multi-time Supercarts USA, uh, Super Nationals winner, A.J. Myers, multi-time Super, excuse uh, a Pro Tour champion. Uh, Jordan Musser is running, even though he's a Masters driver, he's running as well. But just Formal, Kremers, and Myers. Uh, I'd watch a race with the three of those dudes in it. Yeah. You throw, you throw in,
1: <laughs> you throw in Hunter Pickett and yeah. you got, uh, drivers in the top 10 of the and he can shifter cart driver rankings already in this field. So that's going to be uh, a stellar, uh, battle up front. Yeah. You, 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 you can see Musser. He could be right there. You know, he ha- certainly has a pace, even though he's a bit older than some of these guys. Uh, but, uh, I, five times Scusa pro tour champion nonetheless. So, uh, that'll be good and we got uh, you know some other drivers trying to make a name for themselves Josh Conker who yeah. won at the Florida Winter Tour Yeap. so the Canadian coming down and and being part of the debut field that'll be here at this weekend but you also have a couple of masters drivers that are going to try probably try and use musser as kind of the measuring stick you know you got Farhad Bagheri Bur- Berhart uh, I can never say his name Farhad Bagheri Bagheri uh on the TV cart um Victor, Victor. Yemenez as yeah. well, too. So so a couple of masters drivers in the field. So, you know, maybe some of the maybe down the road at a couple of other events, we'll see some more Masters drivers, you know, just just getting out there and making laps and, and trying to see where they measure up uh against this the, the young bucks in the pro shifter field.
0: Good to see uh, Colin Daly back out as well, right? For DRT racing on the DR cart. We've watched him do a bunch of racing and Gavin Bailoff has had some uh, success. Uh, back when we had the Pro Shifter 2 category running with Trinity Carding Group on the Kart Republic. So I think uh, there's a bunch of drivers. There's 15 in total. You know, we got uh, a handful of the big dogs in the sport. Six drivers. I think you said six, David, in in the top 10 or was it five? Three. In the top 10. Cremer's, Krem,
1: kremers myers and Pickett are, they are only three drivers? Uh, the only right. three drivers from our top 10 in the ecan shifter cart driver rankings and yeah is actually doing double duty he's running x30 pro and right. pro shifter so uh he'll have a busy the Jamaican we haven't seen him in a while no uh, but uh the Jamaican will have a a busy week and I'm sure uh, Scott Grenier is going to be there to turn in the spinners for him
0: all right folks when we get back after this break we'll jump into the uh, junior categories we'll go x30 junior KA100 Junior, and we'll add in KA100 Master as well. Stay tuned. More to come on this edition of the Outlap. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, leading-edge motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Supernationals, and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program? Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formel teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter cart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your cart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or SuperNational events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209 747-2613 747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the US market. The KT5 features 30 millimeter construction with a 32 millimeter front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements improve feel and to avoid brake lockup, The cart is finished with new KG 507 508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With 4-cycle racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in brakes and stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models, for both gas-powered or electric engines, can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com. And to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info nordamcom Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for carting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kemetic carting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kemetic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kemetic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kemetic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kemetic can tailor to engine builder-specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Comedic Gaskets are must-haves for championship-winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Comedic Gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Right in the middle of our 53rd edition of our Outlap Preview podcast, David Cole and myself, Rob Howden, talking about the USPKS opener for 2023. It's been a hot topic over the first couple of months. Everybody excited about getting down to this event. Not quite 300 pre-entries, but... Knowing with the way that uh, uh, trackside have gone, I would not be surprised to see over 300 pushing 310 before we're all said and done. David, let's jump into the two junior categories here, X30 and uh, KA100. We'll start with junior. 30 entries uh, all told. Caleb Gaffera, of course, the champion last year, uh, winning a bunch of races on the season. He uh, is uh, uh, part of the group that is not there. In fact, all the winners from last year are not running uh, in the field, which is interesting. Grotta and Grata and Gefera both moving up. Brinkman, uh, Cameron, is Cameron still junior?
1: No, he isn't. Yeah, so I wrote that incorrect. Okay. I, I'm gonna say, I, uh, I missed still junior. that. Yeah, Brinkman is the only uh, returning winner coming back. So uh, there you go. So there, bullseyes on him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, listen, he was really, he was right in the thick of things down at the uh, at the SCUSA Winner Series. So I have no doubt in my mind that Brinkman's going to be a driver to watch uh, on that Lando cart uh, because he was really good. Mixed it up, had elbows up. I think he'll be part of the fight for sure.
1: Yeah, he he was uh, he you know came in late on the season, didn't do a lot of w- the winter racing, and uh, really picked things up in the summer season before uh, he went back to school and got football and basketball and did all that. But uh, yeah, I would consider Brinkman as among the uh, the top contenders coming into the weekend, along with Steven Miller, who's been uh, a fast driver uh, in the especially at the Florida tracks. Um,
0: I think I think you got I think you got to put the, the, the primary focus though on uh, uh, Miller for sure, but on on, on Ernesto Rivera. It was, no, it I was, it was just,
1: that's where yeah. I was going. Ne- I was those, going to go next. Yeah.
0: Those two guys were battling head to head, like literally back and forth. They were the, the guys to beat uh, in the winter series for
1: sure. Yeah. You got to remember, I haven't seen any of these guys. I since know Super you. Nets, so you were I'm, I'm relying on you.
0: It's because you were on the couch when Nate and I were actually busy working in, in January and February. That's what it was. No,
1: I was I was on the bench coaching. Come on now. Get it right. Oh, that's right. That's right. True. Still uh, on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, you got you got a good mixture, you know, Brinkman from like Doty Racing, you got Miller. From Chad Dock and Racing. You got Ernesto Rivera from Rollison Performance Group, throwing Teddy Musella as well from Great. RPG. Um, you know, uh, Max Max Taylor as well. So, you know, RPG is coming back. You know, it was led by Caleb Gaffera last year, uh, you know, picking up the five different victories and eight rounds of racing uh in X30 junior alone. So uh, you know, they have they have the uh, they know they have the pace. Um, you know they were right there with them throughout the season especially towards the end of last year and I would expect uh, to see them trying to lead the charge again as well uh, not to mention Annette, or Enzo vidmontien uh, making his uh second sophomore season in the junior ranks uh again towards the end of the season started to see him pick up the pace uh and then really and did really well I think he picked up a victory at uh Winter series correct
0: yeah definitely definitely dialing things in. did he get a win?
1: I thought he got a win, yeah, at least top, podium finishes. I know that.
0: Top of my head, I can't. It's just not there right now. I'm thinking about something else. Uh, and one of the drivers, he was able to get on the podium. Uh, I guess we expect kind of expect Enzo to be there all the time, right? So Jackson Woolney was able to get his first podium finish as well in, in the Winter Series. So it was kind of a, a deal where you saw another driver coming to the fight. So that's kind of when that was in the front of my mind. A couple of quick rookies too, David, in Ty Fisher and Oliver Weldon. Oliver, who won the Mini Swift Champion on the Winter Series last year uh, really stepped up this year and was in the fight. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a guy you're going to be watching up front throughout the weekend too.
1: Yeah. He'll be doing double duty among the few that are going to be doing both, uh, really moved up to the junior ranks last year towards the end in the KA 100 junior ranks. And so we, I I haven't seen him race X 30, uh, junior yet. I believe he did at the winter series. So, um, get to see him do that. Um, another, other drivers to kind of watch John Antonino, uh, on the Tesora Raceworks CRG, uh, Diego Ardiles as well, uh, under the RPG tent, you know, he, he, I think he just moved there, uh, at the start of the season as yeah. well. So kind of moving in with that. So, and then Leonardo Escorpione, uh, you know, another driver did really well at the scusa winter series as well. So a whole, another Florida driver that you got to expect will be fast at the Orlando, uh, racetrack.
0: Yeah, trying to keep that momentum up, right, from what they were able to do in January Mm -hmm. and February. The other other one would be uh, Christian Cameron, the uh, West Coast from Sonoma running for PSL Carding. He's been getting a feel uh, for the Red Army machine. We'll see if uh, Cameron's able to dial things in as well. Uh, For me, Dave, one of the exciting things uh, as well, um, uh, when we go to the KA100 junior class, uh, is the 54 drivers, number one. Um, again, as you said, like, I think you're correct on this one though. No, no, no winners from last year in the field. So it's going to be, I I
1: screwed up Miller.
0: (laughs) Jesus Cole.
1: (laughs) Hey, you know, when you're, when you're on lack of sleep and busy, uh, you know, you sometimes miss the details.
0: We're not, listen, let's be real. We're knocking out three podcasts. Uh, we've got another one tonight. (laughs) It's we're on the throttle right now for sure. Uh, so yeah, Stephen Miller, you didn't, you almost forgot Stephen Miller.
1: No. I did. Oh, I did forget Stephen Miller. You did on the, you, you
0: know, on the script on the script. Hey, listen, uh, hard to forget to be honest, because, uh, what a great start to the season it's been for Stephen Miller. We saw how good he was, uh, at the winter series, but again, 55 drivers, there is a stacked field and a bunch of rook- good rookies coming up as well, David.
1: Yeah. A good mixture. Again, a lot of names we've already talked about with Miller Rivera, uh, Enzo Vidmontian, Oliver Weldon you know as I said he moved up last year so really this is his first full season Max Taylor uh so again there are a good number of drivers that are doing both double duty and a lot of them are fast drivers speaking with Cameron Brinkman going to be pulling double duty as well um I don't see nope um I thought PSL driver was going to do it no he's not
0: You, you you mentioned Antonino so he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's doing both as well, but no, he's okay, doing but, both as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, Christ, Christian Cameron looks like he's focusing just on the X 30 junior okay. class.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. And again, a lot of drivers that uh, we don't know a lot about, but again, a lot of drivers that are kind of on the cusp of being at the front or towards the front. We know we've seen Reagan Seville uh, on the G GFC do really well in four cycle competition. We just quite haven't seen that transition uh, in the KA 100 junior rank. So we'll see if this year is his year to kind of move up and get up there. Uh, Graham Trammell is another driver we've seen on the, we saw a challenge in America's opener, uh, be kind of in the mix there. So the Texas now Texas driver, uh, I believe he grew up in Oregon or was living in Oregon. So uh, now, now a Texas driver, another Texas driver that uh, kind of got it, grabbed his first top five last weekend, David Ybarra uh, on the CRG. So, yeah. uh, uh, another name, Austin Olds. We saw him last weekend as well. He was in the top ten mix. Uh, who, who are some other names, Rob? That, that you yeah. Let's, have let's,
0: let's scroll down. You had mentioned a couple of the uh, a couple of the rookie drivers, like a, like a Turner Brown for sure. You know, a driver we've talked about a lot over the last couple of years, Salvador Della Vecchia, uh, a Scorpio. We already mentioned a Scorpione, Scorpio. Anybody got Ty Fr- Ty Fisher running with uh, Speed Concepts Racing on the TB cart? He'll be a guy to watch, I think. Uh, Alex Mercado we've seen him factoring you know at a race here and there I'm scrolling down here to find out if I missed yeah on KS those well.
1: on those rookies Rob uh Della Vecchia won yes. in mini last oh. year at this race and then who else won uh in Orlando Tyler Roberts, Tyler Roberts. So both those drivers who won in mini in Orlando last year at USPKS Ooh. are moving up in TK 100 a little year. bit
0: more a little bit of confidence coming in right
1: well, yeah, you've won in many, so it's just getting that adjustment over uh, to the full-size cart. I, I don't think we've seen Tyler Roberts yet this season. Uh, I don't think he did Skuza Winter Series, so I assume doing some testing at home. I think
0: they were staying at home, yeah. Yeah, exactly so uh,
1: so we'll see if, um, you know, get get adjusted to that full-size cart and be able to be able to mix it up. Again, a big field and a lot of drivers in it.
0: How about an Eli Warren, former EKN Driver of the Month as well?
1: Yeah, Eli, he was uh, one of those drivers just racing for the uh, Cup Cards North America Spring Nationals victory, I think, uh, in the junior category. Just missed out on a victory. So, um, yeah, it would be good. to. Eli's done kind of both. Route 66 last year, I think he was able to win both in four-cycle and two-cycle uh, uh, categories. So, uh, he's just kind of in two-cycle side. He's just been kind of on the cusp of being right there and in the hunt. So, we'll see if this weekend is his.
0: Good, uh, uh, for me, a, a positive to see 25 drivers in the KA100 Masterclass. And this is an adjustment from the USPKS from last year. We talked about them bringing in the pro shifter category. They've also made the move from the X30 to the KA for the Masters drivers. So last year's champion, Danilo Ramalho, uh, he got three wins. Uh, de v Mario Barrios, Chris Wareheim with victories as well. But we won't see Ramalho, we won't see Roberts, uh, we won't see Daniel Robertson, not going to see uh, RJD either from the top 10. It'll be a different field. Some of the drivers maybe just not not about the the KA, uh, although 25 drivers are a pretty good field, David.
1: Yeah, a good mixture. Again, yeah, we're missing, we are going to miss a couple of those drivers that were, uh, you know, again, a former champion and a number of different race winners. Um, but we do have a number of drivers that are coming back that were in the field last year. I think I added a total of nine drivers. Uh, if my math did me, you no, know, I can't do my math right now. 10, 10, no, 11, 11. Eleven. Let's there go you. with 11. I like that number better. <laughs> <laughs> it's Daryl Waltrip, baby. Um, yeah. So 11 drivers who raced the X30 master category last year that are coming back and racing this weekend in the new McKay 100 Master Class. Uh, including Mario Barrios, former champion Scott Kopp, former champion Lorenzo uh race winners Miguel Mir, uh, the Poletti brothers, uh, Nikki Coella, Jake Feder, Robert Mayer, uh, Martin Stone, uh, Rock yeah, su- Vegas Super-Nas- winner,
0: and and mm-hmm. Super Nationals winner,
1: and Super Nationals winner, yeah. and uh, former champion Christian Vomir as well yeah. too. So.
0: Man, that's a, that's a good field of drivers here. David Pergandi is coming in as well. We'll see David Pergandi in the show.
1: Yeah, he, we normally see him at the Challenge, yeah. both doing uh, Rock Master and Master 100 CC. He has been uh, out of the country, so he's making his way uh, back home into the States and and circled this one as his first race on the season, uh, racing with Speed Sports uh, team out of, uh, new, uh, out of the uh, Speed Sports Racing Park. But... Another another name uh, making his way back to USPKS competition, Tommy Anderson. Yeah, uh, we've seen him win WK championships in the past and in tag competition, uh, now able to race in the master category. So he's kind of following the Scott Cop route. Uh of getting back into the sport again behind the wheel. And so be, see how, how Tommy's able to shake off the rust of not being behind the wheel for a, a number of months.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be one of the older guys. Let me actually go through to see if he's actually the oldest guy in the field. I think he actually, no, he's not. Care Poletti oh, Carapalletti, pretty old. <laughs> Care Poletti in 64. I'm going 66 for Tim Meyer. And that's a guy that can win any race he gets into. T- Tim Meyer for sure. Yeah.
1: Tim, Tim Meyer is, uh, yeah, he's always been, uh, one of the quicker drivers on the West coast. And so making the trek from California to the USPKS event, again, that's something we've talked about. USPKS was one of the largest, um, master classes throughout the country. And so it's, it's certainly got the attention of drivers to be part of the program. Both it's bringing up some regional racers, uh, that are help building up the, the, the entry total. But also, as you said, Tim Meyer, a, b- a big um, master winner uh, on the West Coast at Challenge and other programs as well.
0: Yeah, you're missing one guy we haven't got to yet.
1: Yeah, we're you got to save the best for last. I'm
0: waiting. This is pretty good. This is cool.
1: <laughs> this, it's pretty exciting. We have a two-time Rotax Grand Finals winner in the K100 Master Field, Christoph Adams from Belgium. Going to be in the field racing on a Sodi cart. He's been a longtime Sody cart driver. Uh very notable in terms of the 2013 Rotax Grand Finals. Uh, a big friend of Mike Jones. Let's see. Little, little dust up. A little dust up. A little dust up. But he, you know, you mentioned he is one of the older drivers in the field. 57. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, you look at that, you know, you got drivers that are just now turning 30 but also drivers who are in their 50s or 60s. Yeah,
0: exactly that. Good feel, though. Great to see 25 drivers in this KA100 class. Obviously, we we rocked it at the Super Nationals last year, and I want to see this thing to continue. There's a lot of great regional programs that are picking up this Masters class. I just think the KA100 is so good for Masters drivers. It's also great for drivers who maybe want to go a bit quicker coming out of the 206 class. So, uh, yeah, all in all, uh, good to see 25 drivers. The juniors are very strong as well, 54 in KA100 Junior. 30 in the x30 junior folks one more break and we'll come back and wrap things up we'll talk about mini swift and micro swift here on the EKN Outlap. out
4: you want the best you just gotta roll with the best streeter Superstands. this is jeff wessel from streetersuperstands.com you wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading Superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always-growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, bead breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Super stands has over 30 continuous years of experience Rick kart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperStands.com. Roll with the best at
0: In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry. With over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklinkart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly we specialize in iami engines tilt seats ceramic products driveline branded products briggs and stratton engines otk products and of course the championship winning merlin chassis in our online store you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs franklin motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by fms our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, kart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit Franklincart.com. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. All right, let's wrap up this edition of the EKN Outlap as we preview this coming weekend's US PKS opener, the Southern Grand Prix at Orlando Kart Center. Uh, what is the number, David? It's the 11th, 12th, 13th, right? No. 10th, 11th, 12th.
1: 10, 11, 12. yep. 10, 10, 11,
0: 12. It is March the 8th right now, Wednesday. Let's jump into the mini-swift category. 46 entries in total. Keelan Harvick was the champion last year. He won five times. Other victories going to Salvador Vecchia Tyler Roberts, and Isaac Malkit. As we get, though, David, top eight drivers from the micro-swift category last year are moving up, so there is a stacked rookie field in the mini-swift class this year.
1: It is, you know, that's something we we noted when we got into the Scusa Winter Series program as well. So, this field of mini Swift drivers in the 2023 uh, season are a, a lot younger than what we saw last year. But we also saw a number of drivers moving up. So, uh, that's what we have. You know, you get the get the ebbs and flows of this category of drivers graduating up and drivers graduating coming up from the uh, the lower ranks as well. So. Uh, yeah, so no, no, uh, no former winners in this field. I can confirm that because we, we talked about Vecchia, Roberts moving up. Got no Keelan Harvick uh, in the category this weekend. You know, maybe we'll see him later on in the season, but he's focused on on racing in Europe right now. Just actually finished fifth at the WSK Supermaster Series event in Sarno, Italy. So, uh, and then also Isaac Malkett. He's uh, he graduated up to the junior ranks as well, too.
0: So let's have a look at some of the drivers, David. Do you, do you want to go some of the guys first, or you want to go to rookies? Which, which way do you want to play this right now?
1: Um, yeah, let's look at some of the names that uh, that are kind of coming back and 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 notable ones that we could see being up front. Obviously, the first one is our is Lucas Palacio. He picked up uh, three victories at the Scusa Winter Series program. Um, he's one that's going to be up front. Tristan Murphy as well, going to be one to watch. Uh, Michael McGoy, uh at super national's winner with yeah. Ryan Perry Motorsports aboard the Parolin. Uh, the Tovo those Brothers are, those Tovo are brothers, some names right? and then the Tovo Brothers as well too. Yeah. So that would probably That's be it. about the top five if I were to look at the field of of those returning. Maybe throw in Max Christie as as yeah. the sixth six man on the bench kind of Again, drivers with experience and, and experience running up front in this category.
0: But then you've got the rookie crop. You got Benja Fernandez. You got Jackson Gibson as well, uh, who was a Super Nationals winner last year in the micro class. You got Cameron Marsha, who's run right up front. David Nicholas Orbezo. How about the driver really who has who dominated the Winter Series to a certain extent in the micro category? Go up to mini Antonio Nito as well. Pulsar from the Supernats. This kid's got a lot of speed running for El Orsalon
1: Racing. Yeah, unique. And we saw that with Alessandro Truchot, you know, running the micro division at Scusa Winter Series and then boom, moving up in yeah. mini uh, right after that. So maybe he's going to follow suit with that. Um, but yeah, you know, you look at Ashton Woon, who won the, mic- the micro uh, championship last year, did a little bit of mini racing as well, too. So he's he should be able to uh, to be up front. I know he already picked up a top five. Uh, on the season as well, you know, Rocco Simone, he won the micro race last year at Orlando along with Marco Samut. Uh, so those are two race winners from Orlando, moving up into the mini Swift category. this it's year.
0: Act- And it's actually Marco Samut. I asked his yeah, dad.
1: I know he, he goes <laughs> both. And I, he said it, he doesn't care. I just, I always forget which way <laughs> you say it. So,
0: uh, Royce Vega, another driver, I think to watch for, for sure. The team Bannock. Yeah, he Royce, came on right? strong
1: late in that yeah. in the micro micro division last year and so uh, I'm not sure if he, I don't think he did the winter series at all. So this could be his mini debut. Uh,
0: Hudson Erlen, I think another driver could be up in the fight there. There's a lot of, this is just a lot of good drivers. I, David obviously the first round of the series, you're going to get a really good feel for who's going to run up front those top 10 drivers who kind of work their way to the front at Orlando are probably the guys you're going to be talking about for a majority of the week uh, of the year.
1: Yeah. And again, not everything's going to be relying on qualifying because you got the three heat races. You got yep. 36 laps of racing to do on Saturday. So, you know, you, if you qualify seventh, you're able to race your kind of ways, keep yourself up and be there. So it'll be interesting to see how drivers uh, react to that, because a lot of these drivers aren't used to that. You know, this is almost like Supernats format where you got to get those three heat races in and then you set up for the main event. And again, you know, some some drivers excel a little bit better at that than they do going two rounds on a weekend. So that's true. Um, you will see how some of these young drivers react to, to that format. And uh, again, keeping your head on and, and keeping uh, keeping the wheel straight and hitting all your marks throughout the weekend.
0: Uh, 30 drivers in the micro swift category last year's champion, Ashton wound David already mentioned the fact that he'd move forward along with uh, Samet, uh, Simone, Vega, or Bezo, all moving up. We mentioned that the top eight from last year's, micro swift uh, championship moving up into the mini category so really we're gonna have brand new winners here this year in micro and it's pretty easy to kind of focus on seven drivers because seven david of the top 10 from the scusa winter series are in this field these are drivers that have already got a, a successful run in the winter program locked and loaded they roll into march uh, here mid march and, and are getting ready to go at it top seven from the scusa winter series definitely guys to watch out of the gate
1: yeah, these are all names I know of, but I don't, I haven't seen them because <laughs> I wasn't down there. Uh, Maxwell Macha, uh, the SLA, the SLA racing driver. He was. He's pretty much the the top driver from the Scusa Winter Series that'll be in the field with, um, uh, his name just, the champion just moved up to Mini. I, I, Antonio, uh, Antonio Pazonianito. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he moved Maxwell up. Maxwell won so. the last race, I think. Yeah. So yeah, and then so so you also have uh, Josh Bergman, Santiago Diaz, De La Vega Torres. Well done. I, I said that correctly. <laughs> Enzo di Janeiro, uh, Juan Diego Garcia. No, I don't garciers? garciers Garciers, Parker Ives, and Colton. Sch- I can't
0: say that. I correctly. love it. You haven't been you haven't been to schneegenberg
1: Schneigenberg. Schneigen- if I hear it, see I, I didn't I listen know. to you guys either while you're down there. So that's part didn't. of the problem too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, another driver kind of dialed things in and finally got on the podium. And David, we, you know, you remember this name to a certain extent it was Pasha Ali. So Pasha yes, on the Parolin yes. USA machine really kind of dialed things in and really yeah. was in the fight in the top five, all, all uh, winter in the winter yeah. series, but had, uh, got DQ'd at one point for missing chain guard, I believe it was, and then had a mechanical, in one of the races, it was just a, a lot of bad luck for Pasha Ali, finally able to get through to get that podium. So I uh, definitely yeah. wanted to watch here for sure. And, uh, yeah, one way, but- I'll just
1: say Luke Giolo. Giulio, Giulio. Yeah, he was. Okay. He's 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 got. He's been good at brick stuff. He's picked up a number of wins at Cup Carts. So Agreed. watch for him.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, uh, yeah, how many?
1: I was going to throw two more.
0: I, I'll, I'll, let me do I'll one. Let you, I'll go when You do one. Only because okay. we've been watching. I've seen it on Facebook. Watch what he's All been right. doing in the kid gar, kid cart categories. But Camden Clay will be uh, running as well. The driver at Panama cool. Beach, Florida, is going to run with cart, with uh, Trinity Karting Group.
1: That was that was one of mine because yeah. uh, I was going to say my favorite Kid Carter. Uh, yeah. I remember watching him at Cup Carts North America <laughs> Grand <laughs> Nationals. Um, and then the other one was uh, a Paxton Romero, as you mentioned. Drivers picking up podiums. He just picked up a podium at Challenge in the Americas. So uh, so the Colorado driver coming out, and going back to back weekends along with me.
0: Yeah, there you go. Throwing a couple of uh, uh, extra guys in there for you folks in the micro-Swift category. But again, when we get back next week and we're doing the debrief uh, race report podcast, we'll know exactly which driver stepped up. All told, David, uh, it's going to be a good weekend for you. You're going to have good weather for you and the other 300 drivers that are there. Uh, Teams and families getting this USPKS program off to a good start. Sunday, all important. Just made events on the Sunday, so it should be exciting uh, to see these drivers Go after that one race win, which I know you like.
1: Yeah be f- be sure to follow uh, us uh, follow me really all weekend yeah. long Just follow ecan all weekend long as we as we bring you the 2023 United States. Pro Kart Series Southern Grand Prix. We will be streaming the audio for those who aren't available to uh, to grab the Kart Chaser feed. So you can catch it at ecartingnews.com slash live or ecartingnews.com slash radio or pick it up on the ECAN radio app as well. I know we had a number of people listening in from the Challenging Americas on the ECAN radio app. So that was good. Uh, and again, follow on social media platforms and follow the hashtags ECAN at USPKS and hashtag Southern GP.
0: There you go, folks. Wrapping things up for this edition of the EK and Outlap. It's edition number fifty-three, I believe it is. Uh, and again, our preview podcast. David will be rolling out uh, tomorrow. Dave, yeah, right? Yeah, morning flight
1: tomorrow, tomorrow evening. Yeah,
0: tomorrow night. All right. Getting trackside, be ready to go for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday run. Should be fun to see how things all play. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of action at the Orlando Kart Center over the next uh, four weeks. So. Uh, we'll be there at all, essentially almost everything. So we look forward to it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of The Outlap. Follow David Cole's uh, coverage throughout the weekend as the USPK is finally getting things underway at the Orlando Kart Center. It is the Southern Grand Prix. And again, you can stream it on ecartnews.com slash live or on the ECAN radio network app. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Haddon.
4: Bye for now.